Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to episode 23 of Limitless with Nadia. I originally was going to wait to record this episode, but something in me just felt very pulled to record this episode literally right now. I'm recording it from my phone. And the reason why is because from the last episode that I did with the Q&A answering questions, there was one question in particular that I think sparked a lot of people's interest when I was asking about it on my Instagram story. And it was about how do I balance between taking inspired action versus being delusional? And I know that's something that is a really common question because everyone likes to feel like they are making progress towards their goals, right? If we think about the nature of that question, should I be taking more inspired action or should I be more delusional or how do I know that I'm doing enough of both? The reason why that question is being asked is because there's a part of you that wants to feel secure that you are doing enough in order to manifest your desires. But here's the thing. It's really not about exactly what you're doing and it's really not about the specific logistical action steps that you are taking. And the reason why is because everything has to do with your vibration or your energy that you are in every day, right? Because the main thing that manifests is your thoughts that you think on repeat and the emotions that you feel repetitively, right? So when we're talking about inspired action versus being delusional, it really doesn't matter. It's it that's not really so much the question. The question is more is how can I keep my energy in alignment and attend to my needs as they fluctuate, right? Because here's the other thing, right? As women, we are cyclical beings. We have a lot of emotional fluctuations and things that change in the way that we feel and the way that we see the world throughout the month, right? And you're going to have different needs at different points in that timeline for you, where sometimes it's going to be more about being delusional because there isn't really any action steps that you need to take at that moment. And it's about letting your intuition lead you in terms of what am I supposed to be doing right now? So again, going circling back to the question that's being asked here, how do I know when I should take inspired action or when I should be delusional? The answer to that question is to let your intuition lead you in all honesty. And this is what I do when I'm working with my clients is um, my clients come to me and when they come to me, they are stuck in this mode of looking outside of themselves for the answer, right? They come to me and they're like, okay, I need to know what steps to take. I have this goal. I want to get this new job or I, I want to buy my dream home or I want to, you know, create more wealth for myself, whatever the case may be. And they come wanting an action plan to get there. And that's because again, we are accustomed, we are conditioned by our environment to look outside of ourselves for the answer of what we should be doing in order to take the right action step, right? And my message on all of my social media platforms when I'm working with all of my clients is that you are the only person that has the answers consistently. And as a woman specifically, your body is always gonna tell you the answer, right? This is why body wisdom is so essential. And again, this is what I do as, as a coach is I help women reconnect with their intuition so they can be led by their ultimate truth. They can be led by their higher self who, like I said, has all the answers, knows all the things that you should be doing, and you are going to feel that pull via your intuition. So if I can teach you how to connect with your intuition, if you can learn how to make decisions from the perspective of your higher self and follow where you are being led without needing to understand it logically all the time, that's when things will really start to shift for you, right? That's a different state of being. And I'll give you guys an example, right? Say you're asking yourself right here, right now in this moment, should I be taking aligned action or should I be being delusional, right? Should I just be chilling out? 
sit with the question and you, the answer will start to emerge, whether it's via an emotion, via a, a thought that keeps repeating to you, right? Your body and your brain are going to respond. Well, not really so much your brain more. So your body is going to respond with the answer. And it's a very quiet, but very persistent answer. And if you can learn how to tune into that again, it's never a question of what should I be doing? It's more so a question of how can I follow where I am being led right now? Right. And again, here's the other thing is when you are getting your energy into alignment, again, that's the underlying thing that you should be focusing on, not so much what action steps I should take, but how can I get myself into energetic alignment so that I'm able to follow my intuition and be led to the places and the things and the experiences that I'm meant to be doing, right? Um, and again, the, like the way that you align your energy is really different for everybody, but the main thing is that you focus on giving yourself what you know that you need right now based on your intuitive urges. And the more you do that, the more you start to learn how to accurately identify your needs and learn how to follow your intuition to fulfill those needs, what ends up happening is you're always moving in alignment. And when you're always moving in alignment, you don't have to know the logistical action steps that are leading you to your destination. You just have to trust that you are moving in alignment, which means you are always making progress towards your goals, whether or not you actually have a hand in doing the physical work that it takes to get there. And what I mean by that is obviously you guys hear me talk about all the time, let the universe do the heavy lifting, let the universe figure out all the logistics and bring them to you. That shouldn't be, it shouldn't be your concern to work that stuff out right now, because in the grand scheme of things, it's never your, um, it's never your job to like do the work to figure out exactly how to get from point A to point B from a logistical perspective, right? Some people do have that inclination. They're good at it, but it comes from a place of instinct. It comes from a place of they just know inherently that that's something that they need to do. And that's why it's called inspired action or aligned action, right? It's not something that you really thought your way to. It's something that you felt your way through. And also this is why a lot of my content is geared primarily towards women, right? Because I mean, generally speaking, I would say women have a higher, um, higher, what's the word for it? just more feminine energy, right? That needs to be expressed. And the feminine way of manifesting is by attracting more so than you're chasing. So as a woman, when you're sitting in your feminine energy and you are really learning how to attract the things that you want, what ends up happening is like I'm talking about, the logistics figure themselves out, right? This is the whole thing behind like lucky girl syndrome or just, you know, um, thinking like an it girl, I guess, right? It's all about trusting that things are working out for you because when you do that, you give the universe permission to conspire on your behalf, right? If you follow me on Instagram, you've seen that reel that I recently posted about the universe doesn't want you to work harder. The universe doesn't want you to, oh, figure out what action steps or what logistical steps you need to take, babe, because that's not your job. If you can learn how to assess what your needs are in that moment and do what you need to do to be able to align your energy, then you are all good to go. And another example of this, by the way, is so you guys have heard me talk all about regulating your emotions, learning how to feel your emotions and witness them and hold space for them. And the reason why is because that is an, a very big part as a woman. This is a very big part of learning how to regulate and keep your energy in alignment because our emotions fluctuate a lot, right? That's the primary difference really biologically between men and women. If you think about it, we are ruled more by our emotions and that's not a bad thing. That's actually a wonderful thing to be a human being and experience all the amazing emotions that we have access to in this lifetime. That's incredible. That's a gift. But at the same time, some of them can be a little bit painful. They can be uncomfortable 
uncomfortable. And if you can learn how to sit with it and not need to do something about it or think some way about it or like try to change it or resist it in any way, you give yourself the space to move through all the emotional spaces you need to move through in order to stay in alignment, right? Staying in alignment does not mean feeling positive and feeling happy all the time. That's actually not the case at all. It's the complete opposite. It's about learning how to ride the wave of your emotions objective. Well, not objectively, you want to feel them, but like without judging them or without thinking that things should be different. I recently had a, a session with a client the other day and she, you know, when we got onto the Zoom call, she kind of looked a little bit deflated, like her energy looked um, like it was down. And this happens with clients all the time, usually towards like the beginning slash middle of the coaching experience, because what happens is they start to experience the inevitable dip in their energy, right? Where they start to maybe have some doubts or they start to feel like shitty about things and you know, they have all these like old emotions that are purging or their usual emotional habits like coming up to the surface. And the reason why they feel so distressed about it is because they think that it means that something is going wrong or that they are not making progress towards their goals or that things just are moving slower than they want to and it makes them doubt whether things are going to actually happen, right? And if you've resonated with that feeling, that's that's normal. That's a normal response, right? Based on your previous conditioning to assume that because you can't see the tangible evidence that things are working and because you're using your emotions to try to figure out if things are going according to plan or not, you end up in this space where you're really tense. You're maybe like, again, deflated. You just feel really low. And so this is the point, And this is why I tell you guys, I can't do cookie cutter coaching where I'm giving you a predictable formula. I work one-on-one -on -one with each client because they all have different needs at different times. And at this particular time with this particular client, she came, her intuition was, um, not her intuition, but like her natural state was in this place of doubting because she felt low vibrational that week. And then I'm like, okay, bam, now I know that I got to give my spiel, which is the one I'm about to give you right now. And it's that it's okay to feel this way. It does not mean that things are not going right or your things are moving like slow or you're not making progress. This is a normal and like inherent part of the human experience. And all that's happening is your emotions are asking to be felt and witnessed and held space for. I don't know if that makes sense. If you, your emotions want you to hold space for them. And so this is what we were talking about with the episode with Tamara and Kaylee, right? Like Tamara is the one that kind of shows you how to actually experience them to the fullest extent and hold space for them and try to understand what it is that they're communicating to you. But all in all, right, my message to you is that it's normal to feel what you feel and it does not mean that everything is going wrong. In fact, you are being given an opportunity with all the energy that's purging right now or coming up to the surface. You're being given a chance to transmute it, right? To shift the way that you're thinking so that you feel differently about it. And what I mean by that is, again, the spiel that I was talking about that I was like, okay, it's time to give this client the spiel of... Um, yeah, things are going well, just because you feel this way, it does not mean that bad things are happening or, you know, things are moving or like, maybe you're not worthy of it, or maybe I don't deserve this, or it's just never going to happen for me, right? You start to get really stuck in your head. And then I can be like, well, no, babe, what actually is happening here is you've set the intention with the universe. You let the universe know what you wanted. And now all of the old habits and all the old paradigms, emotions, thoughts, right? These regular thinking patterns that you have are bubbling up to the surface because you are being given the opportunity to change them to reprogram them, to rewire them in a way that serves you and is actually conducive to the things that you want to invite into your reality right now, okay? So that means that it's time to remember 
and restore faith in the fact that the universe heard what you wanted and it's already yours, right? I also gave the spiel of how you have infinite timelines, right? There are infinite versions of your reality that you could be living in and you are manifesting the one right now that you're living in, but there is infinite potential. As soon as you decide that you want something, as soon as you declare the intention to the universe that you want this thing, the wish was already granted. It already became yours. And the universe literally started shifting variables, shifting little pieces of reality to start bringing you the thing that you want and making the timeline that you are manifesting your actual current reality, right? So remember that nothing you could do right now could sabotage that unless you give it the power to, right? All you need to do is ask yourself, what are my needs right now? And specifically with her, what we realized is her shadow self was coming out, right? All the limiting beliefs about, do I deserve this? Am I worthy of this? That started to bubble up. And so we were like, okay, cool. Now we can hold space for um, her shadow self, right? We can hold space for her and kind of tap in and see what is it that she's trying to tell you? What is it that she's trying to communicate to you about her source of pain? For example, if you're not feeling worthy of your dream career right now, maybe it's time to ask why that is. Where did that stem from? You guys hear me talk about inner child work, inner child healing all the time. And it's because if you can revisit the version of yourself that experienced the source of the pain or the, or, or, uh, the origin of the pain, you can go back and revisit that version of you and give her a, um, a different level of healing, right? You know how they always say you're the only one that can give yourself closure? That's exactly the case here, right? If you can revisit an old version of yourself that was in pain and be there for her and witness her pain and hold the space for it the way nobody did when she was experiencing it at the moment, right? And she didn't have the tools to do it herself. Now you can go back and be like, I see your pain. I understand where this is coming from. I understand what the pain is trying to communicate to me. For example, your parents told you X, Y, and Z about how you're never going to be, you know, something or whatever it is that your parents criticize you about growing up right now, you can go back and be like, okay, the pain that I had in response to that situation is letting me know that that belief is actually not in alignment with me. And this is the other thing, right? You guys always hear me talk about how beliefs are subjective. You get to decide what is truth for you. And as soon as you recognize that a belief is not in alignment, which you will know because it will make you feel like shit, right? The thoughts that are not in alignment don't feel good in your body. They make you feel deflated, restricted, closed off, tense, right? Or any of the other range of lower vibrational emotions. But again, that doesn't mean they're bad. They are still good. You still need to experience them and they are signaling to you something that needs to be healed, right? So again, you experience the pain of this critical remark that maybe your parents said to you growing up or at one particular moment that was really big for you. And you're able to be like, okay, this, this belief that I am not good enough and I will never achieve anything, that's actually not in alignment with me. I'm going to actively unsubscribe to this and um, choose to see things differently. And so that's where the integration piece happens, right? You get to realize, oh shit, I'm not actually, it's not that I'm not destined to be successful. It's just that my shadow self was coming out a little bit and I just need to give her the attention that she needed and the support and the validation that she needed to be like, no, this is actually not true about you. It's not that you're never going to be successful. It's just that, you know, maybe you have a different path and it takes a little bit to discover what that path really looks like. And if you want to achieve it, it is hundred percent possible, right? That delusional thinking of infinite potential you can experience and have anything that you want. It really just is a matter of um, feeling worthy of it and knowing, being tapped into what that really looks like. And you know, the whole nine, everything about the whole manifestation process. Right. So my, the moral of this whole story is that it's not really about what is the right thing I need to be doing right now, or is there a step I should be taking that implies that you are not worthy of your desires simply by existing. And that is your divine birthright, by the way, 
you deserve to have what you want literally just because you exist. Okay. I know that sounds kind of silly, maybe even diva ish, but trust me when I say as a human being, you have free will, you have an energetic output, you have the ability to experience and put out emotional energy into the world, right? That attracts your reality. You have a certain level of control over your destiny, over the way things unfold for you. And it is simply a matter of identifying what is it that's keeping me out of alignment right now? And it could literally be the fact that you're asking yourself the question of, do I need to be taking inspired action or being delusional? Which one is the right way, right? And this is not to scold you, by the way. This is a normal part of the human experience. I still deal with this sometimes. I have to rem remind myself of these same principles. And it's that it's not about what action step you're taking. It's about how you feel when you're doing them. And when you're going about your everyday life feeling like shit, it does not matter if you take inspired action or you're being delusional because the energy that you're putting into that situation is not aligned. So it's more a question of what's bringing me down right now, what's making my energy feel really low and what's making me feel like things are not well right now or things are not going according to plan and how can I actively reprogram that and heal whatever wound is causing that so that I can remember that I can be present right now and decide what I want to do based on how I feel. I don't need to make sure that I'm moving towards my goals as much. And again, right, if you just learn how to follow your intuition, your intuition will tell you when it's time to take an action step right? Your intuition will pull you towards something that feels really exciting. For example, when I'm, you know, thinking about inspired action versus being delusional as I was manifesting slash growing a six figure business, right? I just trusted that I'm not going to be able to necessarily think my way through every single step I need to be taking. I have to be emotionally connected to the idea when it comes up. And that's how I know that it's an action step that I should be taking. And it's that it feels right in my body thinking about doing it, actually taking the action itself, doing the task that I'm thinking of doing to get towards my goals. If it feels good for me, then I know I'm in alignment, right? And that's how you take your power back. You stop subscribing to anything outside of you that's telling you, if you wanna be successful, if you wanna do this, you have to do X, Y, and Z. This is also a, a love note to manifesting generators of, you know, we're meant, the way that we're meant to manifest in this lifetime is to really just allow ourselves to be guided by how we feel and what we feel pulled to and what we feel drawn to naturally. This also applies to you within human design if you have emotional intuition right? Your emotions and how you feel when you think about things and you do things is your main GPS that's letting you know, is it in or out of alignment? So again, it's not about what your logical mind agrees with is the right thing to do right now. Like, oh, you need to be submitting your resume to X, Y, and Z, or like applying to all these jobs if, if you're trying to manifest your dream career, right? You're, when you think about the task of applying for a job and doing perfecting your resume and doing all these little things, does it feel good in your body? Have you ever stopped to ask yourself the question of this thing that I'm planning on doing right now, does it feel good for me? Or is it coming from a place of fear or maybe panic? Maybe I'm like, oh my God, shit, I need to find a job before, you know, that's coming from a place of lack. So vibrationally, you are putting lack energy into this task and that's inevitably the energy that's going to come out of it, right? Law of attraction. What you put out is the same or what you give is the same thing that you get, right? So again, you guys, it's all about how you feel when you do what you do. And if you can allow yourself to be, and this is all the other thing, you guys, I, wow, I'm like on the fly right now, just coming up with like so much random shit to talk about because it's all really interconnected. But this is also why happy triggers are literally key. Anytime I start working with a client, I'm like, all right, babe, let's come up with a menu of your happy triggers. I think I'm actually going to start calling them glimmers. I saw a TikTok. I can't remember the creator that came up with it, but um, she, she said that she sees all the little happy glimpses of your life and your day-to-day -day life as glimmers. And I was like, oh my God, Slay, I love that. I'm definitely gonna start using that. So we are officially replacing happy triggers with glimmers. If you are listening to this and you've heard other episodes where I said happy triggers, we're rebranding. It's gonna be um, 
um, glimmers now. So that being said, this is why when my clients come to me, I'm like, all right, babe, let's come up with a few glimmers that we have on your menu that you can intentionally look forward to experiencing fully in the present moment and enjoying, like immersing yourself in the experience. And this is because these are the things that raise your vibration. It's so effing simple, you guys. It's so simple. It's not about being like, okay, like a lot, I feel like a lot of the times, a lot of the times, Jesus, that really rolled out of my mouth. <laughs> um, a lot of the times clients will come to me almost expecting a little bit of a game plan, like an, a logical, okay, what's the game plan? How are we going to go from this to what I want to achieve or what I want to manifest? And this is the part where I'm like, we don't have to come up with a logical plan. All I want to know right now is how can we make you happier and how can we, well, not make you happier. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. It's learning how to reconnect with the emotion of happiness by being present and not thinking that there's something that needs to happen or something that you need to be doing in order to feel that level of fulfillment. Like it's as simple as putting a list, again, putting together a list of glimmers, like enjoying my daily Starbies or enjoying a nice hot cup of tea or reading 10 pages of my favorite book that I'm really interested in right now, listening to my favorite podcast, going out for a walk in nature, dancing in front of the mirror to my bad bitch playlist. Like these are all different things that are so simple. They don't come with an objective or something that they're going to satisfy or things that are going to come of them. It's something that you do for shits and giggles because you enjoy it, right? This all goes back to also being a kid again being a kid versus, kid versus being an adult. As adults, we are conditioned to do things that feel productive and help us achieve our goals. Well, I am here to remind you that if you can remember to be a kid more often than you're being an adult, dare I say at least 51% of the time, your life will be so much better and you will be so much higher vibrational. And that's again, not to say that you have to be high vibrational all the time. You guys know how I feel about this, but I am saying that for the most part, you should, you deserve to feel the peace and relaxation and laid back energy of a child who is literally here for shits and giggles. That's the true def definition of joy, right? Like you see a kid that's playing on a playground or like, you know, shooting a shit with his friends and having a good time. Like they're not thinking about what this, what they're doing right now, how it's going to help them achieve their goals. Or it's, they're not thinking about how, you know, all these things related to the potential future or maybe ruminating on the past. Like kids are so present, dude. Kids are so like, they're just enjoying the moment for exactly what it is. And if you can learn how to tap into that energy, when I go to Starbucks every morning, right? I make an agreement with myself of I'm only allowed to get Starbucks every morning if I know I'm going to sit and actually enjoy it. Take my first sip of my coffee and romanticize the shit out of it. And you know what? I'm not even going to apologize. I romanticize every little thing in my life. Every little thing that I, every silly little thing that I can romanticize, I will. Okay. And that's the beauty of being a girl, like literally just appreciating the stupid little shit that people overlook all the time. Like that is the meaning of, of true happiness. Right. Or it's like, even when you're like, when I'm driving and the sky looks really pretty and I'm like, Oh my God, this is just like the best moment ever. I'm just so happy to be here in this moment, looking at the sky, listen to my, listening to my favorite music. Like this is what life is all about. This is where they say life happens in the little moments. Life happens when you start to pay attention to the little things and stop expecting the big things to come and give you that sense of happiness that you're looking for, right? I've probably talked about in, in one of the previous episodes about the hedonic treadmill of happiness. Also, you guys asked me how psychology helped me in my current career or how I use psychology like for my degree in my day-to-day -day life. This is one of those things that I'm always talking about that I learned in undergrad in the science of well-being class that I mentioned in my last, in the last episode. Um, and that's that as human beings, what we tend to do is we tend to be like, okay, once I get this exact thing, 
I'm going to be happy. I will achieve eternal happiness. I will be good. Everything will be fine. Right. When you're thinking about your dream house, like if you hate your current living situation and you're like, okay, when I move to my dream house, everything's going to come together and I'm going to be so happy and everything will be perfect. Right. Or I'll be happy when I have more money or I'll be happy. when. That's not to say that you shouldn't want money because wanting money is totally normal. It's okay. It's good. But it's like, it's different when it's like, okay, when I get this money, then I'm going to feel fulfilled or then I will have a reason to be happy or then I will feel much happier than I feel right now. Right. It's like, this is what we tend to do as human beings, but the gig or the gag, the gag is that when we do that, what ends up happening is we reach the, the level of happiness that we think is going to make everything better and solve all our problems. We get the dream job, we get the dream home, we make the dream income, and then we're right back to square one. Like we are happy for a minute. Oh yes, cool. This is a change of scenery. This is a change of pace. I have something different than I had before. But then it's like, we all inevit inevitably go back to the place where we're like, okay, well now what, what's next? And it's because at that point with that mindset, joy is always elusive. Happiness is always elusive. It's always at some arbitrary future point in time that is not right now. And then you're like perpetually robbing yourself of the chance to be happy like a child would, right? Like children are always finding present or finding joy in the present moment. And they're able to live in the present moment and like just be there with it without feeling that there's something that they need to fill that void. So, and this is also such, oh man, this is why I love being a coach, you guys, because I get to watch such simple shifts in my, like in my client's day-to-day -day routine. Like I'll have them wake up a little bit earlier in the day if they're working a corporate nine to five and they're just like, oh my God, I have no time in the day to do what I want. Uh, they're like, okay, I have to wake up really early, drive to work, spend eight hours at work, come home. By that point, I'm pooped. I have no time left for myself. This is where the five to nine before your nine to five comes in. I don't know if you guys have seen, I've seen it. I saw a TikTok like a few months ago that said, this is my, not, my five to nine before my nine to five. And I was like, oh my God, that's fucking brilliant, right? It's about what you do in your time when you first wake up in the morning before you start doing things like going to work or you know, just fulfilling obligations that don't actually speak to your soul, right? Like, what are you doing to feed your soul before that? Or even right after that, like before bed, right? So it's like, if you can make little pockets in your everyday life to enjoy what you're doing, align your energy, like maybe you like to do morning journaling, you like to wake up, light a candle, candles are a really, really easy, simple pleasure. That's something simple that you can integrate into your morning routine is journaling with a candle lit or maybe getting a Starbucks drink if you have like extra time in the morning and sipping on your Starbucks while you journal. Or maybe it's listening to an affirmation audio while you're getting ready in the morning, right? Affirmation audios via the 1111 app. I've recorded a really a lot of really cool um, subliminal audios for you guys to play in the background with frequency music, kind of like a meditative state that you can do while you're getting ready or play like while you're getting ready for bed, like at different points in your day, there's so many different um, ways that you can integrate that. But it's simple things like that. Or maybe it's doing a meditation, an actual meditation before you get out of bed, right? There's so many different ways that you can incorporate things into your daily routine that actually feed your soul and make you feel really good and help align your energy. And the more you can simplify what it takes to be happy, the more you can simplify what it takes to feel grateful and be present and connected to the moment that you are in right now, that you're golden. You're literally golden. So it's like what ends up happening also throughout the coaching process, right? Is like, I know I'm talking about this a lot, but it's because this is the nature of this podcast. It's the nature of everything that I talk about, everything that we, all the content that I make, it centers around these main principles, right? And it's that the simplest shifts in your mindset and where you are like putting your awareness every day, the things that you're doing, it can make the biggest difference in your everyday life and the way that you are experiencing your everyday life and the way that you feel in your everyday life. And once you reach a point where you know how to raise your, your vibrational baseline, right? You know how to make yourself feel grounded and happy and joyful and, and grounded in the present moment. 
like you will inevitably be moving towards your desires. And that's why you should never even need to ask yourself the question of which action steps should I be taking right now to make sure, am I being delusional enough? Am I taking enough inspired action? Like just follow your intuition and whatever you feel like doing in that moment. And that will be your answer. That is your secret to alignment. That is your secret to moving in the direction of your goals. It's never some objective that you have to fulfill or something that make like that proves that you are worthy. Okay. Well, I had to make sure that I did this action step and then I set myself up for it. Like no, babe, if you just listen to your intuition, it will always tell you what you need to be doing. And sometimes it means doing nothing. Sometimes it means, well, being delusional isn't doing nothing, but like, sometimes it means literally just being silly and giving an interview as if you were on a podcast talking about how successful you are. Like all my little be delulu tactics right throughout your day, mirror work or like, you know, filming vlogs as if you're telling your, your fans or telling your, your future self that you just experienced exactly the thing that you're manifesting right now. Right. Like, all these different ways of being delusional, that's just one of the ways that you can keep your energy in alignment is having fun with this future version of your reality and bringing it into the present moment by connecting with it that way. Other times you might feel pulled to actually do something. That's where something like, okay, I don't know why, but I just feel pulled to post this thing on social media. I don't know why, but I just feel pulled to like perfect my resume, but it makes me feel good. It makes me feel excited and inspired when I think about it. There you go. There's your aligned action step. But remember that there's nothing there's like, if anybody ever tries to tell you, this is the one thing that's going to make you manifest X, Y, and Z call bullshit. And I'll tell you why it's because it's not about the thing you're doing. It's about the energy that's behind it. Okay. When they say, maybe you've seen a TikTok that said, okay, write the, write your manifestation 7 million times in your notebook. And then it's going to come true. Writing them out repeatedly can definitely help. It's a tool, but it's not the thing that's going to get you there because if you are writing them down obsessively in a state of panic, almost, and it's, you know, that's that feeling of desire obsession. That's like, okay, shit, I need to do whatever to make this happen. It, you're not going to reap the results that you want, right? You may be intending to manifest that way, but if you feel low vibrational, if you feel like shit, if you're running away from something, when you do it, it's not going to reap the, the benefits that you're wanting to get out of it. It's about how you feel when you do it. And that's why I've never told a client, this is the one thing that's going to get you there or this, okay, do this. And then it's going to do this. I'm always like, listen, dude, I'm going to give you a menu. I'm going to give you some things that you can choose. And I want you to use your intuition because then client learns, okay, wait, nobody can give me an action plan. There's no such thing as logically making my way there. It's about well, how can I serve myself in this moment? Make sure I feel good and regulate my energy learn how to process negative energy, learn how to sit with my emotions, learn how to raise my vibration with glimmers. Guess what? You are inevitably moving in the direction of your desires and things are just working out in your favor. You don't have anything to prove. Sometimes the most productive thing you can do is take the day off. Or sometimes the most productive thing you can do is dance in, in the mirror or go for a drive or whatever it is that you like to do to regulate yourself. And that is enough. If it feels good for you to do it, if it feels good for you to do that thing and you enjoy the task as you're doing it, do it. That's an aligned action for you. And you know, because your emotions are telling you that. But if it's one of those things where you're like, oh shit, like I need to make sure I do this. Otherwise I'm going to get off track or oh shit, like pay attention to the feeling that you feel when you feel called to do it or when you feel that pressure to do it. Is it a good pressure or is it a bad pressure? And that will tell you everything you need to know about whether it's in or out of alignment for you to do that thing. It's not about doing X, Y, and Z to get to this destination. It's about literally changing your state of being, changing the way you make decisions, changing the way you um, figure out if something is worth doing or not. It's the way that you see things, the way that you are perceiving your reality, right? When something appears to be going wrong or something appears to be going not in your favor, or it like makes it seem like what you want is not happening for you or it's not coming for you. You don't have to believe that. 
your perception of it determines how it manifests. So for example, if something is appearing to not go your way, if something is looking like, okay, this is not going according to plan, or maybe I'm not seeing any movement, nothing has changed. I'm manifesting X, Y, and Z, but it hasn't come yet. You have a choice in that moment to either think that because you haven't seen movement, it's proof that nothing is happening, or you can choose to see it as the universe is giving you a chance to upgrade, an opportunity to level up yourself before this manifestation actually comes in, right? And it's about, okay, if you're feeling really low vibrational, you're feeling like shitty, it doesn't mean that things aren't happening or that you don't deserve it or that your limiting beliefs are actually true. It just means the universe is giving you an opportunity to purge old energy that is no longer in alignment with you. And the way that you do that is by switching your perception of the event that's actually taking place, right? It's not that like me feeling low vibrational or me having limiting beliefs right now does not mean that I'm not going to get to where I want to go or that it's proof that X, Y, and Z is true in a negative way, right? It simply means that I'm having the opportunity now to like change the way I'm seeing it. Everything is actually happening in my favor and whatever I need to work through right now, or whatever I need to allow to move through me right now, that is directly leading me to where I need to be. It's all working out irregardless or not irregardless. Cause I remember hearing that that's actually not a word, but it's all working out regardless of what you're seeing in front of you. And if you can keep that level of faith and just focus on keeping your energy in alignment, right? Keeping yourself in a place where you feel good, and also giving yourself the space to feel what you feel when you don't feel good or you feel like low vibrational, right? Keeping an open mind, being curious about what that might mean, that will all lead you to where you want to go. So remember, this is about breaking down the idea that you have to do X, Y, and Z to get to where you want to go. That's your logical mind trying to bully you into thinking that you will need to know the answers in order for that outcome to actually happen. You don't need to know the answers. If you let your intuition lead you, everything is always working out for you. And that is my main message for you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you found some golden nuggets of wisdom. If you want to download the 1111 app to start listening to some affirmation audios, you can do that in the description box. I will put that in there. Also be sure to keep following me on art. Make sure to follow me on Instagram if you don't, um, because I post a lot of updates and a lot of really cool resources on there. Your limitless challenge of this week, is every time you start doubting whether or not you're doing enough, Every time you start to doubt whether or not things are going according to plan or actually like the things that you want are coming to you, I want you to say the affirmation, all is well, all is well. Bring yourself back to the present moment and remind yourself there's nothing that is wrong or missing in my life right now. At every point in time, simply because you are breathing, the universe is conspiring in your favor. The universe is literally moving things around to bring you the things that you want. You just have to be open to it and you have to trust that. Your feelings do not dictate whether or not something is actually still coming for you. You can have limiting beliefs and you can have low points and it doesn't mean that things are not going according to plan. It's about how much can you just observe the experience that you're having without assigning any negative meaning to it and allow yourself to move through that process intuitively. So that's your Limitless Challenge of the Week. Again, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I love you all so much and I will see you next week. Bye.